0: guys welcome back to book talk made me the podcast where we talk about all your favorite books from the book talk world but today we're talking about one of our favorites it's the latest book from zodiac academy it's sorrow and starlight and did it bring the sorrow yes did it bring the starlight eh. there was <laughs> one starlight. stars <laughs> fuck those stars i'm caitlin joined by my co-host bridget and hilda hi, hi. Now today we're coming to you fresh with some hot takes because this book just dropped, like just dropped. What, like a? It was last week week. ago. Last last Sunday, I think. And how many pages is she? Because she's a big, thick book. A lot. Twelve hundred and forty-four yeah. pages. Twelve hundred and forty-four pages. Twelve hundred forty-four pages. If you've been with us this long, you know we have covered all of the Zodiac books. Well, specifically, just the Zodiac Academy books. We are just diving into the Dark Fey and the Darkmore books, so we haven't covered those quite yet. But if you know, if you've been around for a little while, well, you know we've covered all those books. So of course, we're going to give you Book Eight: Our initial thoughts, feelings, and hot takes. Yeah, at a future date, we're going to
1: record our recap and probably release it whenever book nine comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, we're just going to give you our thoughts because we have a lot.
0: We got a lot. It so correlates if
1: listen- with the number of pages <laughs> oh, in the book. God.
0: So It's going to be a long one. A thick one. She was a chonky book, and we, you know, we knocked her back as best we could. So, of course, this is our spoiler warning. If you have not listened, if you have not read the newest book, do not listen to this one. We've got a bunch of other podcast episodes you can listen to. You will be spoiled for the ending. What happens? I take no responsibility if you do not want to know when you're with us this far. So spoiler warning, spoiler warning. That said, if you paid attention to our bingo card, which we released on Instagram at me underscore pod. You know, I feel like we did not do too bad. We were 40% in all, all of our predictions. So 10 out of 25, which is not bad. I think you know Brit sure. listen with Britt told us this is a great book of a why not and I feel like in a why not it's hard to predict what could happen because you're in a lot of why nots
2: yeah there
0: I want to say yes
2: but also I think when we were creating this book the um bingo cards we we're thinking what's going to happen I feel like some of these things could still happen in the next book possibly
0: Agreed. that's fair so, just to cover off on the things that we did get right, number one, there was another vision, Vega Vision featuring Marissa. Marissa? Who was saying this?
2: Marissa, I think. Marissa. Marissa.
0: Marissa. Okay, cool. Great.
2: Like uh, the OC? Yeah. Is
0: that? Yeah, then we got the number same? two, Dory. Tor- Dory. <laughs> Tori <laughs> uses dark magic to bring Darius back, which, oh, we're going to get into. I'm just letting you know. Right into that. Next, Lavinia forces Lionel to make another shadow baby. Blech. Demon vagina. That Demon was vagina. Shadow baby Therix is back. Another thing we predicted is Stella ends up being the hunter who prays the price. We'll get into thoughts and feelings on that. Another one we predicted is Darius come back. Darius comes back. Woo. Loved it. Then we have the twins use magic to speak with their parents. Washer is our pervy uncle, and not a traitor. Not the man with the painted smile. Gosh, his. Let me just quickly say, his his what the stars have spoken about your day. His horoscopes. His
2: horoscopes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, could you make these any more pervier? He's like, the stars have thrusted into your day, spilling their their information. You're like, whoa. Next, we have Noxie and Oreo getting some hijinks white captive. Jerry and Max confess their feelings, and Max's stepmom betrayed them to Lionel. Dun 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 dun. So those are how those are the, all the things we predicted from our bingo card. We did not get bingo, sadly. But it, again, forty percent is not. I mean, this is not great. This is still like not passing. But I, feel- I feel like not going to lie, some of these are a little bit of a stretch. But
1: I gave them to us anyways. Mm-hmm. But whatever. It's my bingo card. My rules. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's book talk bingo card, baby.
1: We make the rules. Yep. Mm. Also, this is an episode, guys. You know this rarely happens. I'm drinking. <laughs> Big old glass. A whispering angel. She's like, we- warning, warning. Just letting you know, <laughs> the fuck's never be dropped.
0: Well, again, what's shocking is I, the normal podcast drinker, is am drinking water. Okay, but, Hilda- but like.
2: You pre drink all day. So yeah. I think it levels out.
0: It did. I, I couldn't – I would not be coherent, I feel like, if I did not have some magua in me. So. so here we are. Let's get into initial thoughts and feelings. First thing on our thoughts and minds, the return of Darius. Now, okay, listen. I just want to give them a quick shout out because the pacing at this point in the book, again, she was a chonky, chonky book. And I have my thoughts on this which we'll get into, but at this point in the book, we're talking the latter 80% of the book, there's a lot happening from different POVs. We had Tori, Darcy, Tori, Darcy, Tori, Darcy. Darius? The squeal? And I think there's
2: a couple of Orions in there, and Gabriel. Mm-hmm.
0: The squeal that I squealed when I saw, the cheer that I cheered when I saw Darius's name was just, I was just like, Ugh! He's back!" I... Like, the pacing was so good, and so... I have my thoughts and feelings in the other the pacing of the book up to this point, but at that point I feel like they the writers, they the Twisted Sisters did a good job with that. I automatically teared up. I did too. I texted you guys. I was like, Oh my god,
2: and I sent a screenshot and you guys were like, Yeah, we know we finished the book like four days ago, get over it.
0: (laughs) I I think I I texted Hilda immediately. I was like, Oh my god, it's Darius.
1: And I had nobody to text, so I just texted you guys that random (laughs) screenshot with like the little teary eyes uh-huh. at 90% because they kept trying to give you guys some non-spoilery hot takes
2: mm-hmm. okay so 70% takes
1: takes.
2: Mm-hmm. around 70% I was getting worried that we just weren't going to hear from him at all I like, get a POV from his side but I'm gonna you know omit this on the podcast shame on me I already know don't scold me <laughs> But you guys were so ahead of the book. And I was just like, I need to know if Darius is coming back. I need to know. So when I was at like 30%, I went on the little search bar and I searched his name. And I scrolled through. And I kept seeing like Darius. But they were talking about like Darius as like a memory of him or something Mm -hmm. in regards to him and like past tense. And then I saw current tense Darius like convo. And that was at like, I think 65%. So I was like, okay, yes, I could do this. I can make it through. And do you know what scene that was? What?
1: Oh the 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 Oracle the, sex scene, the Oracle oh, orgy <laughs> thing, and I was so
2: fucking pissed with myself. I was like, <laughs> and "I'm just heartbroken. I'm t- I'm just sad." All right, it let's was talk about on that part. To the heartbreak,
1: the Oracle orgy.
0: Um. <clears throat> so at one point, Darcy ventures to Torrey. the name Tori. Tori, Tori ventures to the nymphs and she meets three of them, which are a like, hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. So that, like their eyes are sewn shut or they don't have eyes. Their mouth yeah, is she sewn calls shut. Them, like
2: witches, which I mean, kind of attracts.
0: They're oracles. Yeah. They're something, weird. Th- something is off. And they're three versions. And so they want to live their smutty best life through Tori and Darius's. Oh, you said
2: virgins. I heard versions, and I was like, "There's two yeah. versions
0: of them." There, so
1: they they want to keep their virginity because using virgin blood in their practice is really powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, but they still want to be able to get off, so they basically make a deal with Tori to get off on her memories. So Tori got to replay all of her hot memories with Their Best hits,
2: basically. It was a highlight reel. Of the best sex
1: from the past and Seven books and I couldn't even Enjoy because I was so no. fucking sad No no I cried I've never cried During a smutty scene <laughs> and I cried During this one
0: you when told us that The
1: first one that he Walked in and it was the one From the beginning of book seven When he was the one like waiting am for I her? too Am I too arrogant to think that you'd be Waiting for me I just started bawling, just this, started bawling. I like read the first Line and I immediately got thrown back
2: Into which book and part that was and I was like, oh, my God, it's snowing outside, and there's the barn,
0: and they're going to crash into the barn doors. And but here's the thing. So that was great. It was great, but I couldn't enjoy it because I was so sad. I'm like, this is torture. That's so torture. Reading how great and happy and how smutty these were. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't enjoy it. And even Tori <laughs> – <laughs> like there was a scene i think i highlighted where she's like i don't know was i just masturbating on a table for hours with these witches watching me like i don't know what happened she, even she is like i don't know what the fuck just happened but Which, does she regret it no no she does not i think I that's why it took me so long to get the through sisters, this because i
2: was just heartbroken like jesus christ
1: the sisters mm-hmm. warned us there was gonna be weird sex in this book i thought that it was, was weird be- that was weird I thought Fine. it was gonna be like more be weird. weird Lionel Lavinia. I really thought.
2: I really thought it was Lionel, gonna be Lionel Lavinia. Sex,
1: and I was like, you know what? It's not them, and I'll take it. I really thought Lionel was gonna boink
0: Mildred. I thought so too. At one point, actually, when they were talking well, about her, like, "I'm gonna give it to up. the king"
1: or whatever. Yeah, no, she just became a bonded men, man, woman thing. We'll get, we'll get back to that. Okay,
0: so <laughs> Stella. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the things I highlighted during this book are not things of consequences, but things that made me laugh. <clears throat> for example, take me to Davy Jones' locker and plunder my treasure chest with your. I CP highlighted hummer. that one too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that would be Geraldine and Max finally really getting it an on and admitting their love for each other. Okay,
1: so I love Jer- I I love Geraldine. She is a treasure that must be you know saved at all times i agree with the sisters that she is a lot she mm-hmm. is and some you know it's it's a lot i needed her so badly this book mm-hmm. you know what i did not enjoy about her in this book is when she
2: was when she gets like um she does something that she thinks it's not approved by tori or darcy and she'll like punish herself and like she's a i felt like a little extra unhinged than she normally is and i was like kind of a little more psycho than i thought I mean, yeah. she's been through a lot. Yes, with you know her literally entire family just dying. I mean, so Except Geraldine's for her always brother.
1: She's always been a she's always been weird. But the beginning of the book was really depressing,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: it wasn't until her chapter that I was like, "Oh, I I, I was like, I can get through this. Like Geraldine is
0: fine. Mm-hmm. I can get through this." Once I got the – hit that Geraldine chapter, I was like, "Oh, like it was like a breath of fresh air." But now just to go backtrack to Darius like Darius came back and Darius has been released from his ice coffin Tori sm- like fuck the stars basically and was like I'm gonna enact my vengeance upon you I went to go find him and pluck him in the- from the veil Now, a couple things one loved teared up in my heart that Hamish and his mom I and everyone else was holding open the door mm-hmm. for her to get through it's like my sweet baby. Not I was just totally reading holding... that part. <laughs> they
1: weren't holding open the door. They were holding back the people, holding back yeah, the the undead. Them more from, time. yeah, yes. You know, I was
2: having you know to I keep could... them from crossing over. Mm-hmm. It's so bad because I still like think about Harry Potter and basically anything that I read. And you know, um, in the fourth book, when he wants to take Cedric back and his parents who have died mm-hmm. are there, they like holding back Voldemort, like. This is pulling all the
1: same heartstrings right now.
0: I really was, and it was really making me nervous that chapter because Darius is like, "Oh, she doesn't know. She can't take me back from the veil." I'm like, "Oh my god, can you not go?" Like, she's already she's here. What is preventing you from going? As soon as he said,
2: "If only she knew," um, it it wasn't just a hello; it's also a goodbye. I started hyperventilating. I was like, "No, no, no! This can't not
0: bring me this far." And then they have their, happen. like, dance.
1: And I was like,
2: okay, dance. And then he started talking about how at the end of the dance, like, she doesn't know, but it's going to stop.
1: And I was like. I I figured they were going to do it. I had no doubts. Once she got there, I had no doubts that she was going to bring him back. I didn't know how she was going to do it, but I knew that she was going to do it. There was I started no having way. doubts. There was no way they were going to bring us this far only to like screw us over. At what point I thought maybe she's going
2: to get trapped there. And that was how the end of the book was going to be. Uh But then I started looking at the page numbers. I was like, no, this isn't possible.
0: Yes. I also thought there was some kind of she's going to get trapped there or she would need Tori to free her out with the shadows. Like I just thought they would be reunited, but not like fully earth side. So I do want to pose a question. Okay.
1: Totally just whatever. No right or wrong answer.
0: Okay, hit Darius. If, if,
1: if Tori had to choose
0: between, between Darcy and Darius, Darcy
1: and Darius, who would she choose? Darius. But would she? Yeah, I I don't know. I don't think so. You don't I think, think she'd choose Darcy? Then, but the thing is, if she didn't pick Darcy, she would be devastated. And if she picks Darcy, she automatically dies because she and Darius now have the same heart.
0: Yes. Yeah, so that's well, part yes, of the now. rule that brought her back.
1: I thought you meant, like, before, because, you know, she No, was no, a, no, mm-hmm. at,
0: at this point right now. Oh, at this point. Oh, and then, oh, right. I
1: thought you meant before. Yeah, and not to mention that she's giving Darcy all this shit in the cave about not picking her, which-
0: Which annoyed me.
1: Like, come on. That did- It annoyed me, too, because- It was a weird, sister- Like, I, I, I didn't need that part. It annoyed me because I kept waiting for Darcy to be like, look, I was a shadow beast. She could have recalled me back whenever, like, there was no point in me leaving with you. Also, like- End like, a discussion.
2: For crying out loud. Tori literally just went into the land of dead to fucking get her husband, Mm -hmm. who's not even who was her star-crossed lover. Like, so they were supposed to be mates, but at the time of their death, they were not mated, and all this stuff. Like, give Darcy a fucking break. Like,
1: come on. Her husband, he comes back (laughs) as Darius Vega. Uh, I know. I love that
2: when he kneels for her, the tears rolling. First it was a streak and there's like.
0: sword down head down. She's like you'd never kneel for me asshole. And he's like now I am. I was like.
2: Oh what it was like he said. Please hold because that was just or she responded back to him. Did I highlight it? When she calls him uh, Darius Vega. It was great. Apparently I did not highlight it.
0: It It was a beautiful homecoming and I'm glad that they both came back unscathed Although I do feel like there's like a little weird bloodlust thing happening. Because now Tori has to pay a price for what she did to go save him back. And she's like, I don't care. I'll pay it. And we don't know what that price is. And if you know the stars, you know it's probably the not going to be like an easy assholes. price to pay.
1: So I need to go back and just reread. Because I didn't quite under like tori and darius aside i know the stars are pissed about that i can't figure out how the stars feel about claude clyde whatever the fuck his name is i
0: don't think they like him
2: no they don't like him well i don't i didn't even fully read that entire chapter to be honest but so
0: they were annoyed and like you have to stop him that's why we're intervening right now but they
1: wanted them to return the imperial yeah the imperial Mm -hmm. star which is Clyde, Claude,
0: part. That was the men the broken promise part portion of the prophecy to return the Imperial Star. And I just kind of sort of feel like a little bit like we have spent so many books, well, so many pages looking to get the Imperial Star. And then we just have to like turn it back over before we've unleashed its power.
1: Hmm. Well, clearly the Imperial Star is an asshole.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Clyde, Claude, Clyde. Clyde, Claude. I say Clyde tori referred him as clyde but i think it was like Cl- i don't know you know we don't know we don't do names i'm not gonna fact check it you know you can come for us if you want but i don't know Cladinus, cladinis cladinius
2: cladinius
0: cladinius anywho let's talk about that asshole so claude Cla- claude is actually oh, do you want to hear how
2: my phone pronounced it how
0: Clydinius's.
1: is okay
2: Thank you, so, Kindle. I feel like later. they
1: added, she added an extra I though. Clidinius. Clidinius, Clydinius. Clydinius, because it's C L Y D I N I U S.
2: Oh, you know what it is? Is that it was um apostrophe because it was, was saying, it a possessive? Apo- yeah, it was apostrophe. a possessive.
0: Okay, so let's talk about that. So we learned that Clyde. For lack of a better name, is Fallen Star. And he is the broken promise. So, so the promise was that the Vega Queen long before the twins was supposed to return the star a piece a portion of the star. So like he had fallen, he was a star, he had broken off a piece of himself, given it to one of the Vega Queens, it was like, yield this power for yourself. But when the time comes, bring it back to me. And she was like, Yeah, 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 sure. No, I got you. Like I'll bring it back. And then they didn't bring it back. And so so that became the broken promise.
1: So I think it was during the reign of Avalon. Mm -hmm. We knew that she was a shady
0: bitch. Yeah. Um, I think it was like Elvenia, I think, was an original one. Queen Elvia, I think. Elvia, yes. Was the
1: first Vega queen. And so she was fighting this war, trying to unite the kingdoms or the kingdom or whatever. And so there was a fallen star one night. She went out to the field. She talked to the star and the star was like, I can help you win the war, but you need to sacrifice something. Either your firstborn and she was currently pregnant or your love or your first love. So she yes, ends up she sacrificing her love. She ends up sacrificing her first love and then the star was like, okay, I'm going to give you 100 years to basically get your shit together and then your descendants need to return me, whatever. Return me cuz I want to be a fae. Right, the portion of
0: me from my star that I've given to you back
1: to me. So this was supposed to happen during the reign of Avalon, mm-hmm. but we knew that she was a shady bitch. And mm-hmm. so because of her, all of the phoenixes basically died out, except for her cousin
2: who fled, who ended yep.
1: up with the Imperial Star. And her cousin was in love with some other dude who happened to be a Hydra. So that's how we mm-hmm. end up with Hale. Mm-hmm. Um, somewhere down the line. So at first, Avalon had manipulated the memories, making it seem like the broken promise was something else. But then when the girls started talking to Clyde, Clydenius, whatever, that asshole, they find out that the broken promise was they had to be returned. So all of this time, the Vegas have been cursed, mm-hmm. and that's why they've had bad luck.
0: Mm-hmm. So now we know.
1: More like the shittiest luck. Bad luck is like tripping over,
2: tripping on yourself as you're walking upstairs. Like they've literally just had the worst.
0: They've gone through it. The worst. Now, see, I'm going to switch gears a little bit to when they got one of those prophecies or one of those memories is when Tori, I'm sorry, Darcy and Orion are trapped in the Palace of Souls with uh, Lavinia and Lionel. And they find a secret passage that brings them back to like the treasury, or the armor, treasury, I believe. The treasury.
1: Hale's treasury, I guess. Hailed
0: treasury. And this is where they find a music box and they are thrown back into a memory. Now listen, <laughs> I told you guys, this whole, so the, the premise of this music box portion is where they have to keep dancing basically as the music box sings. There's like a big doll, which was very like. There's an evil wooden doll. Yeah, Yeah, it was. It reminded me of what's that show on Netflix, like the the Asian show? Oh, Um, Squid Game. Squid Game. There's like a part with a doll. That's what I pictured. Yes, Squid Game. I couldn't couldn't think of it. And they have to dance around, and it's basically like freeze dance, and they have to stop. And if they don't stop well enough, there's like a a crab spider that comes out, or like a praying mantis. A praying mantis. A flying praying mantis. Yes. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And I could not stop thinking about um, the movie Anastasia. You know, they're like, dancing bears, painted wings. I was like, oh, this is them dancing around the ball ground as the music box sings. I was getting very
2: much like charmed flashbacks. Also, do you guys remember that movie, Um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Yes. Yeah. You remember when they were like, of course they were shrunken, and the cockroaches, or they were like hiding from that, and they were running. Yeah. The ants, the ants, the ants. It was some bug, and I was like, "This give me like <sighs> it childhood was- flashbacks. I don't know where it's coming from."
0: It was so, so- bizarre, and one of my gripes with this book, and we'll you know talk about it a little bit later, is I f- feel like there are certain things that could have been cut. So, feel I feel like kind of portions of that could have been cut. But want to talk Hilda. about
1: this. Oh, we can talk about this right now. So, oh, did we
2: mention that the box had the stones in it?
1: Okay, so it that had was a the whole purpose. point of the box. It
0: had a purpose. Yes, the uh, whole purpose zodiac, of the
1: zodiac box. guild stones. Yeah, it had the opal. So, the if I was going to rate the book, I would rate it four point five out of five stars. I can't do half stars on Amazon, so I did give it five because I didn't want to give it four. This was absolutely a hundred percent an emotional roller coaster. I have never read authors that, like, honestly, you experience the full range of human emotions in a book. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. I think, and I put this in my Amazon review, that this is like their magnum opus. This is a series (laughs) that allowed them to become writers full time. And so I feel like they're really just throwing everything in it. It's the epitome of the why not. There's a lot of people that don't like it. But I do. I appreciate it. Because, like, they are. They're giving us everything. They're, like, leaving no stone unturned. Stones that we didn't even know were there. hmm You know? I will say, though, this praying mantis scene, once the opal came out, and I was like, oh, fuck, I'd forgotten about the guild stones. Honestly, so, I forgot about too. it completely. <laughs> so there's definitely, there is a lot going on. And I know that people were, like, peeved about that. But I'm like, at this point, I'm like, I am strapped in for the ride. Like, where do you want to take me? Take me there. Like, I think a also minute.
2: because now that at the beginning of this book, we had, you know, our love interest literally a split apart. We had Darius who is dead. Tori is, you know, basically by herself. Mm-hmm. Um, And then she doesn't even know where Lance and Darcy is. And they ended up finding each other and they've been captive the entire time for majority of the book. And having so you, sexy time. Yeah. I mean, Oh, that 69 position with the bars. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I was like, hang me upside down, bat boy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out like, what are the logistics behind this? How, They're how fay, They're are strong. Are you this? don't need to yeah. have logistics, basically. I was just like, God, doesn't all the blood rush to your
2: head? I thought so, too. But apparently she didn't care. Um, maybe it makes blood it a better experience. Somewhere.
1: I mean, if I was like that with Lance or Ryan, I probably wouldn't care either.
2: Um, where was I going with this before I got distracted by
1: that? <laughs> so, yes, they were
2: captive. So you had to introduce all these other character POVs. You had to give it more fluff because the rebel still had to be led somewhere. And Tori still had to get support from some people somehow. And, you know, there's all these things that had to lead up to, you well, know.
1: Well, I know what I was thinking too? And
2: people don't like that because they just want Darcy and Tori and they want Lance and Darius all the time.
1: Well, what I was thinking too is like, I really don't think, you know, that our main four are gonna die, and I really don't think that the heirs and their partners are gonna die. Mm, I so, don't know. So I feel like bye
2: bye puppy dog. Part of the
1: reason <laughs> I feel like part of the reason that we needed to have like some of, like the Milton and like the Justin POVs and all of like these random people is because I feel like it's possibly setting them up to die and for us to care. Speaking so of they did that one for
0: I don't want to spoil like it if Francesca, you're about to say
1: it <laughs> like Ugh.
0: Francesca and so just this for Francesca. Now, if you listen to our older podcasts, we're like, fuck that girl, just try to get in Lance O'Ryan's pants, like not having it. I called her oh. a plot point. <laughs> oh <laughs> she- I take it all back. I you take it all back. back. that chapter I hurt cried. my heart. That chapter hurt I my cried.
1: heart.
2: I, I think it just resonated with all of us as, like, growing up, having, like, a high school crush or someone that you, like, fell in love with, that it was young love, and you thought you'd always love them, and it being, un, you know, him not loving you back or just being, like, Unrequited.
1: Up. Mm-hmm. That, I feel like that would have been me in my 20s. In my 20s, I would have done what Francesca did, and so I cried. So I was like, fuck.
0: So as a reminder, at this point in the book, Francesca is going over to have dinner with Lionel. Now, Lionel. Daniel- Lionel is looking at her as another conquest, but she's going over with a specific plan in motion. She has a Cyclops ring on her finger, which has been storing all of her memories from everything she has seen. Lionel do bad up until this point. And she's trying to free Lance. Is and her. Darcy and Darcy. She's trying to go free them. Cause it's at the end of the day, even though
2: Lance doesn't love her the way she loves him, that's still their nebula allies.
0: Yeah, he
1: still loves her. He's <sighs> just not in love with her. He's and never had it, it was just brutal to read
0: where she was like, did you ever love me when she's trying That to even- line, I was like, and- are you kidding me?
1: Why
2: would you ask that? Like, you don't want to know. I mean, you, you do. But also, know. I was like, this is it. When she said it in two lines afterwards, I was like, we're gearing up to say goodbye to Francesca. Like... I was like, "This is how oh, to it
0: was, it was just- real." So she went in there to try to save them, and of course, they are part of Lavinia's shadow, death bonded curse. They cannot leave. And she realizes, okay, well, this is this is the end for me. And what I'm going to do is Cyclops into Lionel's mind, and he crashes extract it. as much information as I can from his brain into my Cyclops ring and pass it off to them, but, which she does successfully. She does. But she also dies in the process once Lionel. He kills her.
1: Yes. In a very terrible and brutal way.
0: Uh, Like kicking her the ribs and they're cracking. It was just brutal. He burned her alive. like like It was heart heart wrenching because even Lance, I think, who did not love her in that way, loved her as a friend.
2: And he felt so guilty because he didn't realize that the entire time they were hooking up, which he assumed was friends with benefits, she was in love with him. Which, I mean, anyone could have seen that, but, you know, boys are a little special sometimes. Men are Mm -hmm.
0: stupid. (laughs) And so it was just extra sad. But it was – I was happy to see that they were able to take that ring and get it to Tyler, who was able to uh, pass it to the the Daily Solaria to be able to get that information out, which –
1: And just Thankfully, we didn't have to wait too long for that
0: to happen in this book. Like, I feel like it happened almost – Pretty much right away. You know what, though? Pretty much right away, but I feel like they gave it to Seth and like, go give this to this person. I was like, this man is so distracted. Like, why? It
2: technically happened literally the next morning, but, you know, they had that whole Venus moon thing and then Seth which and Caleb had I'm like, Caleb Seth, go we'll give Seth, it to him right which now. Which is really so weird because the mom intervened and then like Xavier got his wings back literally that morning and hold then on, Seth just on. wobbles up.
1: Hold on. Hold on. So speaking of Seth <laughs> and <laughs> Caleb. Ugh. So there's not as much humor in this book as there has been as there has been in their previous books. Clearly because it's way more somber. I laughed more when Seth and Caleb got caught by their mothers than I did in any of the scenes in Heartless Sky.
0: So just to give I don't know. I don't I don't know if I feel I don't know if I I laughed as hard.
1: I was was so cringy. It was so cringy, but like I felt like, I needed it. I didn't I think just it was funny. It. I just
2: was so annoyed that we got to that point. In once again, they are cocked-blocked from, a, like, a relationship. I
1: mean, they're yes. not cocked-blocked. They hooked up <laughs> a lot. Well, I mean, I was cock blocked from uh, having a relationship. <laughs>
2: Caleb, we know they were
1: not- blo- Caleb wakes up and he's like, I slept with a butt plug all night.
0: Yes. I'm like, oh, Caleb. Okay, but um, this is my gripe with Caleb and Seth. And I texted this to you, Hilda. I'm like, we came- it, it was too much, like up to the point, and then they'd back it up. They go up to the line, and then they'd back it up. And they kept doing this, like, oh, we're going to hook up and have a hot, sexy time. And you're the only person I can think about. And then they'd be like, all right, peace sign. Bye, dude. And then, like, just go about their merry way. Honestly, it wasn't it was even that annoying for Caleb's side.
2: It was Caleb's too side. much. It was from Seth's side that I was just like, I cannot deal with you right now. You're so freaking it Seth's
0: It's Seth's fault. It was – I was so annoyed. I'm like, did you just fucking tell each other you love each other? Like, why do I have to be dragged along this far? Because I feel like we saw it coming in the last book. I lived through the first 50% of this book. I'm like, surely. Two separate surely. people in this book told them
2: to stop it and just be together. he said it. Well, no, like blatantly to their face. Well, of course, Jerry said it in her like Jerry way, but Jerry she said it to them, and they were like Rosalie, what the fuck? and Rosalie also said, it and they're like,
1: "What are there you?" There was a really, about? there was a really funny thing that <laughs> that Max said at some point. He's like, "This is about." He was like, "I'm as uncomfortable as like taking a shit in public." Oh, I saw that too. <laughs> I was like,
2: "Yeah." I yeah, think I highlighted
1: great. that part because it was so funny.
0: What's funny um, is I highlighted the part where so the moon of Venus is happening and everyone kind of gets a little randy as they say. It's almost like a lunar eclipse. A lunar eclipse. and Seth Jerry's out there
1: in the ocean
2: bouncing around. <laughs> out there in the <laughs> ocean.
0: <laughs> ocean <laughs> Seth and Jerry <laughs> are doing their thing on the rocks and Max Seth and is Jerry trying to very oh, public sex. They do. They have go very public them. sex. Her Lady Petunia got it. It she was did. watered in all
2: different directions
0: by the seawater, by the sea bass. You know, it was a more somber book, but there were there were moments of light. And most of them came from, most of them came from Seth. And I thought it was so funny. when He was like, yeah, I was trying to be an orgy conductor. I waved a stick in everything to make it easier for them to follow my orders.
1: <laughs> Just like, oh, God. He was trying to orgy conduct Rosalie's pack.
0: I I thought it was hilarious. I also found hilarious. I'm not sure what part it was, but I just remember texting you guys. I'm like, I'm dying. Over one of the hashtags is watch me whip and watch me nay-nay. nay Nay -nay. (laughs) like (laughs) And it was about Caleb, of course. So many callbacks to Caleb being into horses, uh, into Pegasuses, which which really made me laugh.
1: (laughs) The other part that I thought was really funny, unrelated to this, was – Leon and the Sticks. so they decide that they're going to distract
0: Gabe. <laughs> yeah. Leon was
2: honestly the funniest part of the series.
1: They're going
0: to distract not enough, not enough. Yeah. For Leon, in my, he opinion. was at the very
1: beginning, and I, I get why because it was so dark.
0: Uh-huh. Um, uh huh.
1: They're going to distract Gabe by building a nest, a big old harpy nest, and <laughs> and everybody thinks Leon is insane. So of course Gabriel can only focus on this nest, so he can't find the rebels who are floating in an island in the middle of the ocean. And so later on in the book,
0: he finds a stick. Gabe, He's like,
1: this Gabe is a good stick. A really nice stick. He's like, oh, I'm going to give it to Elise.
2: <laughs> so. Oh, also, you're talking about funny moments. Really got a chuckle when um, Oreo and Noxy were reunited and their their little banter back and forth. And I was like, this feels like good times. You guys are actually it funny. That's why
1: what- I gave us credit for their hijinks. Because when they were running away from the nymphs, and using Shadow Beast as their dog, mm-hmm. I thought those scenes were kind of funny. Going back to Caleb and Seth getting caught by their moms, it was really great. I
0: love that they were like, "It's a one-time thing. If not, let me hook you up with this person." That's like a that's Wait, a good person. Hook did up you guys
2: with. skip over the part where they admitted to the fact that all of the heirs had? An orgy, like the parents mm-hmm. of counselors had All an orgy together. with, with Hale? Hale
0: and they let him dom them. Yes. I, I was like, Sign that's me exactly up. what I was trying to come up to talk about.
2: I was like, ew, but also,
0: I'd you read, read it? <laughs> it. I'd read it. It was great. I would love to see. It was like Hale, Radcliffe, Tiberius, uh, Melinda, Tiberius. And I was like, oh,
2: Anton. They talked about it so casually, like, oh, yeah, it was such a great night. And I was like,
0: yo. I'm like, that happened before. It's okay. It's okay that you guys do this. And we're like, whoa, hold on. There's more meat on that bone you guys are just casually flinging about.
2: Just threw it out there.
0: And Caleb walked in on his parents.
2: With the swing.
1: (laughs) The (laughs) swing in the blood.
0: blood. Oh, God. But something you mentioned, Bridget, and just to go back to the beginning, the first half of this book was – It was really heavy and was really hard reliving everyone finding out about Darius's death. That hurt. Because not everyone knew. So, like, the 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 heirs didn't know. You guys,
2: when okay, when the heirs found out and then rushed to his casket, hurt. When Xavier found out and he literally crumbled to the floor. Ugh. And Tori's just standing and- there. And Jerry's also like um, you know she just found out that her That made dad, me cry. Guy. Whatever
0: she said to him she's like.
2: Oh. And she's consoling him and I was like this poor child. Because he also lost his wings at the end of the last book. It's stolen from his father. um, Ripped from his back in the battle.
1: So he was going through so- a lot. He was so I definitely read our
2: sweet, lovable Xavier, who always really comes going in with through a it. Comedic- he had a
1: hard time.
2: He was dark. This book, like I felt for him.
1: I read the second half faster than the first half because mm-hmm. I kept stopping the first, especially the first twenty percent, when like everybody was finding each other again. Everybody was delivering the news about everybody who had passed during the battle, and I kept having to stop and cry. And it was it was really heavy. It was really tough. It's interesting how I feel like they all handled their grief Except appropriately,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and something that like makes sense of their character. So like Jerry's like, okay, it is what it is.
2: She this mourned it, and she's like, I have to replace this. I need to power on
1: to, and I'm gonna avenge my sweet Angelica. Yep. And, you know, she powers through.
2: She finds purpose in the death.
1: Yeah. Xavier is just dark like, hole
0: plunge to the depths he's in like
1: <clears throat> yeah he's a shell of himself for the majority of the book like not even sophia and tyler can bring him out they of they're trying
0: so hard and it made like some harness for him to like he is in the sky so he would f- kind of just like sit in between them in their pegasus form which was sweet but also he's sad 100
2: depressed like that was a true Show of what depression is like because he didn't want to get up, he had no will to live, nothing brought him joy because, like, he literally lost everything mm-hmm. except for his subs, yeah. and even them, they couldn't spark joy in him.
1: And Tori just refusing to deal with it, she
2: buries it and ignores it because she still wouldn't have accepted his death because she's avenging him,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I like that Tori did what she did i like that tori is just doing this dark magic shit that she's just on her journey she doesn't like give a fuck about what anybody says and she brought darius back it wasn't oh you performed you Mm -hmm. performed this great noble task the stars are gonna reward you she's like no i curse those fuckers I found all this ether shit mm-hmm. and I brought him back and he's tied to like my heartbeat now. So next time he goes, we go together. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that that was really badass. And it's funny because in this book, they start talking a lot about like fey fairy tales and yeah. they're not your typical fairy tales. They're like, no, they're supposed to teach you a lesson. And so it it's a further reminder that this series is not a fairy tale
0: it's well and this is why i have a dark theory and i have no nothing to back it up other than the dark fairy tales so in one of them i think it's caleb describing it to tori when they're battling the giant sea crab whatever it is by the library of the lost and he's like oh you don't know about the story of like i don't know like madeline the great or i don't even know what it is and he's like oh this is like The Little Red Riding Hood retelling. Basically, it teaches you that no one makes it out alive, even the main characters. And I was like, oh. Oh, Oh, okay. I feel like the sisters are telling us something or they're trying to fuck with us. Either way.
2: She also said, fuck that. I'm not dealing. like, I don't accept that faith.
0: Yes. Yes. But I feel like if there were two main characters that had to go, two main characters that had to go, it would be Seth and Caleb. Finding their divine peace with each other and then going to the Office of the Veil together. That I think would destroy us and make us cry. Not the main characters, but still that main character energy enough to No, I don't think fulfill that. I think. No, I think
1: our main characters are safe. I think we're gonna get a scare because up until this point we don't know the price that Tori has to pay. Right. For doing what she did.
0: I also think the price she's going to have to pay is, like, you're not going to be able to have children. Sorry. You know, I thought that, too. That's what my take was. It's like, like how can you have bri- children yeah. with a dead man? I also thought
2: about it in, like, regards to the first queen that made the promise with the stars, where she had to give up her love or her child, and she chose her child. So, in my head, Tori was choosing her love. So, mm-hmm. I was like, maybe she's going to give up having kids. But it's okay. That's
1: what I thought.
0: Darcy and – Darcy and Lance will do that.
1: Yeah, and Darcy they talk and Lance, about
0: having to juice. And um, all right, now let's tr- turn turn the t- tides to something truly terrifying, which is the demon vagina that they warned us was going to happen. So, Lavinia and Lionel try for another air and it's return of the shadow that baby. that was a fade to
2: black i enjoyed thank you very much i did not <laughs> yeah, need to yeah. read
0: it <laughs> I did not need to hear it as much as i did it before but this is return of the shadow baby and i called him i think in my text you held out like terminator shadow babies but i yeah. just pictured him rising from the ashes like the movie terminator when like arnold Schwarzenegger just comes up and he's like built and like Huge and also like yep. naked and just like shadowy.
1: This is like Shadow Baby Judgment Day.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> shadow Baby Judgment Day. So Shadow Baby is back better than ever with his with his Shadow Baby 2.0, which is Thereks. He can
1: transform into a shadow dragon.
0: Yes, which Lionel seemed to really love.
2: And he has all four elements, which uh-huh. Lionel also loves. And none other than our favorite sarcasm lovable pup witnessed the birth of this shadow
1: baby
0: <laughs> no i do appreciate that seth was like i can't i can't fully talk about it because, <laughs> like seth he was saw it happening <laughs> and even he was like i i don't i don't know what I-. it was a black void he was like it was a black void between her legs like and then this thing crawled out
2: <laughs> i like picture every single time like something out of the ring
0: yeah, yeah. So the ring girl like neck yeah. bent crawling weirdly out a Lavinia birthing in like a nest I don't know why I had that like thought of like a nest and it was very ate- much
2: like a I was getting nesty vibes as well and they also had like the four people there who were like dead but not dead and, and their were heads like,
1: were like on a
0: spike bitch and she like, was like one.
1: Lavinia is fucking twisted I will say though that I appreciated Darcy learning that reverse curse that Avalon taught them and she was able to strip her to curse, trap the
0: yeah, Lavinia. Every shadow she had like that was it. This is it. So, you don't have yeah. an untappable well. Which you got Lavinia is what you got, Lavinia.
1: Has no more shadows to regenerate her, and, and li- then
2: we immediately see, immediately see like half of the nymphs like start turning on each other because I guess some of them were shadow bonded to her or under the influence and like doing her bidding.
1: Yeah, I think that definitely in the next book.
0: So something I thought <clears throat> would have come out of this book is when Tori went with Diego's dad, who he, she Manuel, trusts. Miguel, Miguel. Miguel, um, Miguel. And they go over to the hidden Fey realm, which I will say, I think we talked yep. about and we predicted as like a thing that would happen. But instead of rallying an army to fight they she only had like that weird sex orgy with th- with the witches right and she, then she got
2: what she needed and she came back but she also left without rallying the troops and then
0: yes she
2: told her people that he was fine to get him food and let him rest and stuff like that and then we never heard about him ever again for the rest of well, the book i
1: think that that's gonna be a book nine
2: thing yeah but i still like a, like a some little comment here or there about what he's up to or like if he goes on a mission to rally his people or yeah, goes well, back home with his, like, I just wanted – Something to
0: explain his Well, we have absence. a new – we have a new prophecy now. Oh. Yes. And so ha- I just expected her to be like, I'm going to leave you here to rally the troops and get them for our cause. And I'm going to go oh, back and do what they have to deal with. The prophecy. It just seemed like I have – yeah. Like, she's like, peace. I got my shadow sex, like my weird orgy. Uh, I'm going to go now.
1: The well, she prophecy- also got
0: like –
2: Some sort of paper from them telling her like, oh, if you go do all these things, you might get the answers you need. So like, yeah,
1: she had to go get Darius. Yeah, but the new prophecy that we get at the end of the book is basically like you're going to find allies and like unlikely places. And so I'm sure that that's back to these nymphs that don't practice or were never under Lavinia's control.
0: Speaking of allies and unlikely places, I'm going to go back to another POV that we hadn't seen before. It was Milton. So Milton is back at school, and he is part of the – he's a Minotaur?
1: He's a Minotaur. Yeah. Yeah.
0: A lot of cow. A lot of cow in innuendos, like, she's my cow, I gotta find my herd. He's like, my heifer. And I was my like, my brown cow, <laughs> my heifer. Brown cow down. <laughs> bell. Um, and so it was interesting, just, I, I liked that POV actually, because it was not, it was something different. And it gave us a different perspective as to what was happening at Zodiac Academy when our crew was kind of floating around in their their island. So it was cool to see how they were the resistance. They were <laughs> like Dumbledore's army, basically, that were training. And then you see, you know, I will say like justice for Marguerite a little bit. She was kind of a ho- like an annoying uh, asshole hoe of Darius. And then when he died, she was like, I loved him. And she was devastated that his father killed him. And she turned the tides for the rebels and helped them twice. She did. Yep. I was like, oh, you know, yeah, before for you, Marguerite.
2: We had this POV from Milton. I was picturing him as McLevin from Super Bad, <laughs> like, very nerdy. <laughs> like
0: poor Milton oh, this guy
1: Like, why would you think of him that way if he was friends with Darius Darius would not have been friends with the McLovin because mm-hmm.
2: because Darius was so quick to like cast him aside when all that shit was happening I felt like I pictured him really trying hard to be part of Darius's friend group like always trying to get in his favor always doing this always doing that and then <laughs> this chapter I was like why are you suddenly hot <laughs>
0: I'm, you're very yeah. you're leading this
2: cause, cause here in um, J.Dick Academy, up and
0: with, he's hooking up with Bernice.
2: Yeah, and I was for like, cheer
0: friend. There was a part where they are they had just I think played that huge prank on Lionel with the song, and there was a great song. I was like, I I would listen to this song. But they're running out, and they run into one of the cunts. You know, I don't know, K U N T S. Kylie. <laughs> It was Kylie, and she's like, "What are you doing here?" And someone goes, "Who said that?"
1: Like, <laughs> that joke is never gonna die. It was just so
0: funny. I was like, oh god, I love it. I get it, and I love it. I'm just and she got mad and like stomped away. And then they all just <laughs> kept running away. I was just like, God, I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, you know whose POV I didn't care for? Didn't need Justin. Justin. I don't need it.
2: He's just. I'm still waiting is, for the whole point of his character.
0: He is
1: not worthy of Jerry, so I'm glad that she finally realized that. She also, was well, he, that he, first he, chapter of his, like f- sailing into the camp.
0: I didn't care. What? I didn't need it. I did like, not need it. I'm didn't so you know, confused as to why that was You know who happening. I do
1: want a POV from? Who? I hope I don't regret saying this. Washer? Yes. Yeah. I'm surprised we didn't get one.
0: I'm surprised we didn't get a Washer POV also.
1: Washer writing the horoscopes was
0: just. It Washer made and me in his feel ass good. pipe, where he was like trying to. That was the funniest <laughs> shit. <laughs> and Leon.
2: He's <laughs> and like. And Leon
0: is oh. like, you just blew ass, ass hair in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that was, it was much, much needed com- comedic relief during that point. And it was brilliant. It was brilliant.
1: I wish we had gotten more. Of the ruthless boys in this
0: book, you did hear. I did. I think I see twice about a lilac-haired girl, which we all yes, know who that so. is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I, I thought there would be more Leon, more Dante in this than I thought that than I. I thought there would be more
1: Gabriel. Well,
0: I feel like Gabriel. He was fine.
1: I mean, it makes sense. It's not their series. Right. I do find it interesting though. During the failed rescue mission. Dante has to go save the children that are not his. I,
0: <laughs> I thought that was funny, too, with Juniper's three kids that were griffins. It was funny because I was trying to remember. I'm like, what were the Kiplings' orders? They're I don't Griffin. remember what they were. Weird-ass griffins.
2: And Lionel saw them shift right before they got on because they got scared. And then he got
1: pissed. I know.
0: Which I'm glad. I'm glad Juniper she got fled. them out there.
1: Yeah, Juniper fled. So Lionel, being the megalomaniac, narcissistic asshole that he is, he guardian bonds all of the dragons to him. Which? And those are the bonded men.
0: Yes, those are the bonded men. Hey, look, that was a smart move. I didn't see it coming. That was a smart move on Lionel's behalf.
1: It was, but now, like, all the dragons are basically going to be eradicated. Yeah. You're going to have Dante, you're going to have Juniper, if she survives. You're going to have Darius, but we know he's mixing with some Phoenix baby. As well as Dante is
2: mixing yeah. with... Well,
1: no, that bitch has to die. That bitch has to die a terrible death, and it's going to come at Jerry's hand. because Mildred Jerry is also to- bonded
2: to Lionel.
1: Yeah, but Jerry has to avenge Angelica.
0: Now, what did you guys think about Stella and she- her Stella- paying the price? I
1: called it. I, called it.
0: Mm-hmm. I think we all knew she Stella- was going to do it.
1: I did see somewhere in the reader group that somebody was um, complaining. They're like, oh, I didn't think her like, arc was obvious enough. And I was like, what are you talking about? I mean, I didn't get into a debate, but I – like, since book six, when Stella's been like, hey, I need you to pardon my son, mm-hmm. it's kind of been like, hmm. That was
2: a turning point, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And so I – somebody said – somebody in the group said, oh, she's doing this because Lionel doesn't want her anymore. And I'm like, no. I think – Lionel not wanting her anymore is opening her eyes mm-hmm. to, like, what a piece of shit Lionel is.
0: Yeah, I agree. Not that
1: she's trying to get back at Lionel. And so I was a little bit scared during the scene. Like, I appreciated the fake out.
2: I was just like, oh, my God, where is this going? What is mm-hmm. happening right now? The entire, like, I was, you know, when you go to, like, the carnival, you think of, like, the um clown dunking, like, yeah. in cylinder of water. I was picturing that but with blood in it. And I was like, holy fucking shit. This is crazy.
0: I I wasn't sure if I could trust her yet during that whole portion. I'm like, I want to. It's the way she like made
2: them. She like b- knocked them out and like grabbed them and I was like immediately apologizing. I was like, oh God, she turned back. She turned back. Mm-hmm. She turned back to or Lionel. She, I
1: thought she was like, at first I was like, she's going to use them to open a rift. Oh. I didn't, I didn't think it was going to be what it was, but she like, did it perfectly. I will say that in book nine, this is this is one thing that bothers me about Lance. Is that I <gasps> what? Hope, I know. I hope that he reflects a little bit on what his mother did. I
2: think he started to at the end of this book is immediately when she I guess I we mean, forgot to mention that she like joined his coven, because he said um joining a coven would not make you feel the types of emotions that he was feeling right now. So he was admitting to the fact that he still loved his mother and, you know, there was a lot to digest there.
1: I think he just needs some reflection time, which is fine. I we can so have too. that in the next book because, yeah, no, it was it was rough. And um, I'm glad it was Stella. I think it was a nice redemption arc for her.
2: And the clues were there. Like <laughs> yeah. her um, agree. maiden name translates to Little Dove, which is also in the prophecy. And throughout the book, they would call Orion Little Hunter instead of just Hunter. So you're like, okay. You might not actually be the real hunter that's going to pay the price. So they just kept hinting at it. So it was nice, but I really did start to, like, Guys, when she took them, I was doubting her.
0: We have to talk about the man with a painted smile. Now we know who it is. It's Vard. What are your thoughts on this? Because I don't know that I care. Because <laughs> was a an asshole.
2: I honestly asked Hilda, I think right when we were starting up, I was like, so what's the point of him being the man of the... Smile. Like, so, I just feel like if
0: he is close to Lionel to be able to run his psychotic experiments, that's why he's pretending to be friends with Lionel, but I don't know if he's like a full rebel. I don't I. I, I, I don't see it. I don't think he's a rebel so, at
2: all. He's just playing Lionel because he wants the experiments. experiment. Right.
0: I think Fard, yes, is
1: just after the power, obviously he has a bone to pick with Hale because Hale mutilated his face um but i think vard is his own special type of evil yes
2: um, he's a let me experiment on 100 oh, percent their yeah. so essence like, out
1: like i won't have an issue you know if lionel or therix or lavinia kills him in a rage but he's just he's twisted man he's fucked up mm-hmm. he's some fucked up fay.
2: it's like we all made this big deal about the man with the painted smile because he was in the prophecy, and I feel like the authors were just kind of like, "Surprise! It's Vard, and it really has nothing about being betrayed by the."
1: I had when the prophecy first came out in book six, I thought it was possibly it could have been Vard, but I thought it was going to be someone who was close to the twins.
2: Right, so they could be betrayed by the man with the painted smile because exactly, I did He's didn't- painting the smile on his face,
1: right? But clearly. You know, if it's fired, it's because he just has some twisted shit. And I mean, you know,
2: it. That and he just continues to smile on and go whatever Lionel yeah. s- wants. Even like he'll let him twist what he sees, what visions he sees to be in his favor. Like thinking it's in his favor when it's actually not. And he doesn't even like actually correct Lionel because he just wants Lionel to well, keep funding his research.
1: We have, I was, I want to say like three levels of. Evil. Of like, yeah, we have like three main villain groups now we have bard i think bard is in his own category yeah we have lavinia and lionel who are now like like second tier fused to each other um and then we have uh clyde claude clyde whatever clyde claude um the renegade imperial star who has always wanted to be a fey um i will say that i feel like i need to read up on this again because i didn't it was the end was like really like fast paced i feel like the end was a little rushed um and i wouldn't be surprised if it was just because they were because of word count um but it was but. going fast it was just
2: a like a it was an info dump
0: oh. i felt like the beginning was like a lot of hur- hurry up and then we waited and there was a lot more hurry up at the end
2: yeah how'd you guys feel about the counselors or ex-counselors being at the camp i thought they were so fucking annoying
0: I thought they were so annoying. I loved
1: when Jerry was pissing off Tiberius. Um, and they I, went
2: at it. And they had like a full on third down in the middle of the camp.
1: I love that Max came to her defense. Yeah,
0: but they ended up bowing at the end. Surprise! Yes, because at the end, they, know, everyone went back and it was a sweet reunion where you had Darius, again, back from the dead, <laughs> running into well, Everybody sees him. Hi- yes running into him at the school uh you got it th- the heirs meeting him and at the end the twins are kind of i don't know if they were floating around my brain they were just actually kind of floating above everyone and then crowns just appeared in their hi- their heads and they were truly crowned the next queens of solaria and everyone bowed down which just felt it felt nice it felt nice to see yeah. them get that acknowledgement because they've worked so hard for that
1: it felt like once Tori brought Darius back from the dead, like what other proof do you guys need
0: that, that they're this so is powerful? The true queen, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Did you guys feel like very trippy when she was on her little um, journey to get Darius when she saw like her little self and you know, mm-hmm. and her dad and all that stuff? And I was like, oh my god, we're doing like a whole character reveal here, like a deep dive into her and her insecurities of growing up. Was-
0: in Maybe it was just me, but I'm like, I didn't, I didn't need that part of like the little little toy running around. I it was meant for growth. It was meant for growth. I get why it I was there, but I like, didn't mind the bit- the, the, the hail uh fairy hail passenger as, man, yeah, hail
1: as um, yeah,
2: they call it ferryman,
0: the fairy man.
1: Yeah, that again, I feel like I need to go back and read that part. Um, so i don't know oh. i think we're gonna we're gonna need to have a separate episode for our book
0: nine prediction. we're gonna have to have a separate episode for book nine we're gonna have a separate episode for just the recap of this book because gosh again she was a chunky chunky book and we did our best to get through it i think we threw you guys the highlights of of what happened and how we felt about things um is there anything more you guys think we're missing
2: uh, just want to shout out to Tori because at the beginning she did make her little speech to the rebels after losing everyone and she rallied the troops and I felt like this book she started stepping into her queen duties and now she kept abandoning it quickly uh-huh. but like everyone else was like, oh shit, she really is, you know, a royal. She is a queen and even the heirs were starting acknowledging her as like that in that position before the very end. I felt
0: like be- her – the the teachings she taught herself on – the Ether and the different books, uh, the Book of Air, the Book of Water, I just thought there was so much growth for her as a person because before she was like, "Ah, eh, fuck school. I'm just here to like get my money and check out. And yep. then she was really learning and internalizing and using that knowledge to get her man back, which which I appreciated. Yeah, I'm sure he did too. Tori is badass and I love her. Yep. She, yeah, this this book solidified badass story for me.
2: Yep. It added a more dim- a dimension to her that we usually see on Darcy's side. Yes. With being studios, being, you know, a go getter and, you know, her laid back, don't give a fuck attitude only applied to like certain parts, which is like a, I don't give a fuck about you to the counselors. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want versus mm-hmm. like in general life because she ended up caring for the rebels who she never thought she'd care for and her people and her throne. And
0: yeah, absolutely. Uh, any, All right, so if you we were to sum it up, Hilda, I think you gave us your your star rating. You said a 4.5. Bridget, what would you give it?
2: Is it fair for me to rate it if I haven't fully finished the book?
0: Yeah. I would say a 4. I'd say a 4, too. Only because, again, I felt like there was so much filler, filler parts that we yeah. could have cut out a little bit.
2: Honestly, I love a good book. I love a good long book. I just think this book should have been cut down into two books because – There was, halfway through the book, you're like, okay, I felt like I read one part, like a different book, and when by the time I got to the end of the the actual book, I completely forgot everything that happened with Tori and her adventure and going to the library and the orgy and all this stuff. It just felt like it could have been split.
1: I will say this. I love this series. I really do. This series has gone in a totally different direction than from how it started, I feel. Or not that it did, but like it. Isn't From what I was, a
2: reader, yeah, what perspective. I, yeah. As
1: a reader, it is not what I thought it was going to be, which is fine. I think it's great. Before this book came out, I wasn't ready for the series to end, but I think now that I am, in a good way, like I can have closure with the last book. Right, like, she,
2: they're wrapping it up. You can tell. Yeah. yeah. Also, wanted to call out that they are introducing. More of the continents throughout the world that yes. they live in, the realm. Yeah. So you can tell like they started adding more info to like the other continents and yeah, you they're got preparing a little bit more. In- for hollow yeah.
0: The other kingdoms. So, yeah.
2: I did notice that a lot in this book, and I was like, oh well, you know, now they're definitely gearing up for their b- next book release in March. Um, I have one question because it's mm-hmm. been bugging me. Okay, go. You know how Darcy went and like met found the falling star and mm-hmm. they like gave her some sort of magic. What the fuck happened with that afterwards?
1: They didn't That's give her a magic. great question.
2: It said it was giving the magic of the star to her,
0: mm-hmm. okay. and then yeah, no, like I don't, I don't remember nothing happens. Yeah, it's like after she had the vision. Of this was her right parents, at the beginning, mom right? And dad right, like, and she was like becoming
2: off. mortal, and that was what she was afraid of. And then the stars, that fallen star, had like said some things, and it made it seem like it was giving her the remainder of its magic.
0: Yeah, I thought she was getting her normal magic back.
2: I thought she was getting, like, secret magic that was going to be... She was going to be able to, like, whip out at some point for her, like, fight with Lavinia.
1: They are stuck in a cave now, so maybe she will access it. But, like, also, do we really want to get magic from stars? Look what happened in the Imperial (laughs) Star.
2: However, that one seemed alright compared to... I don't know.
1: They're still starry
2: bastards.
0: They are. (laughs) They sure are. All right, guys. Well, that I think wraps it up any last thoughts before i officially wrap up? i can't I'm sure wait for will come book to me. nine i also can't wait for book nine i hope it comes out soon but you know when it does before we when we hear we'll have our predictions ready to go live we'll have our bingo card and we'll have a full recap on this book to get you guys back up to speed. because this book kind of dropped you right back into where it was so we assume that the mm-hmm. next book will drop you right back into where it was so you're going to need a good recap and which is why we say turn to us your favorite friends at Book Talk Maybe. Wanna give a couple shout-outs, of course, to some friends who shouted us out. We have Kay Tree Tree. Thank you, girl. We see you. Love you. Appreciate the love. And sarsmith Smith1123. Thank you. Appreciate it. So if you guys have any thoughts and love like these two uh loyal listeners did please go ahead and drop us a review on apple podcast that's where it does the greatest good so you guys can drop us a, a link there a review give us five stars and of course you can always find us on instagram at book talk need me underscore pod show us up show up in our dms because we always love we've had a couple of th- um <laughs> a couple of thoughts and feelings a couple of people have already listened to this as they are or reading we've kind of shared our thoughts and feelings as we are reading through but we'd love to hear from you guys of course and always so you know where to find us at Book Talk made me underscore pod all right guys that's it i think for today any last thoughts Mm. yes totally
1: unrelated just Uh updates so we're recording this episode on the 18th our plan is to be live on the 20th so this might be our last official full-length episode for the year
0: Uh uh-huh um
1: we're probably going to drop a bonus episode was it the 27th maybe
2: yeah the following tuesday
1: um but we will be back on the third with our discussion on ruthless boys of the zodiac which is the prequel series to zodiac academy um so we're going to still be giving the sisters our love and i just want to say at this time i would like to crowdsource i just want some short smutty Preferably enemies to lovers recommendations that I can read because
0: I just need to be distracted. Yeah, we need something to get over this like book hangover. So if you guys got a good recommendation, please DM us. You know where to find us. Book talk underscore made me or book talk made me underscore pod. Please let us know what, what are you guys reading right now? Because we are building out our 2023 calendar. We got some good stuff in there. <coughs> Crescent City. <clears throat> Isn't is that going, Bridget? Um, she barely made it through this one. We're gonna give her some break. Um, but we are diving into some SJM, which you know we love. We love our girl SJM. Um, we're gonna dive into a little bit of that. But if you've got some of the meantime that you, you need us to 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 recap and read, please, by all means, send it our way, and we'll add it to the calendar. We will add it in, and we'll we'll make it happen, just like we did for Kingdom of the Weekend. That came from uh, Listen with Brett, and she's like, "You guys gotta get into this." And we said, "Great, sure." And we up. got into it. We got and, into it. You
2: know, he's worthy of your top five. So, yeah,
0: top four, top ooh. four. So he's he's worthy, a worthy. Wait, soul. no, but he. Oh, he
1: would be top five. No, he didn't
0: make the top four. Oh, okay, retract. Yeah, I'm Re- sorry. Reverse, reverse. He's great. He's great, though. He's great. He's great. He's 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 up there. Let's so maybe up there. in our
2: maybe in our first episode of 2020. Three, I think, is that the year we're going into? Yeah, I think yeah. so. <laughs> um, we might be doing an updated version of our Y Choose" list um, because we met a lot of fellas this year. We and did meet
0: a lot of fellas this year. Some
2: of them need to be reevaluated. Some of them need to re-ordered. be reordered. Position yeah. because of "Why Choose." Some people belong on top. You know, some people belong on bottom.
0: There's
1: some really good fan art that came out recently of. Cassian. Cassian, whoa! I saw some good Dorian ones too, but you know oh, what? Dorian, Lance Orion is still at the top of my list. The Witch.
2: I think ones? I'm moving Darius back to my number one. Darius, because well, no, yeah. then what am I yeah. going to do at Reese?
0: Well, man, you know I'm team notorious. Which, which again, I told you guys, you have to say like Biggie Smalls, like notorious. You got to say it like that, like weren't
1: you weren't you supposed to rap?
0: Oh, that was it. Isn't An it? intro? Oh, okay. She's Total like, you got it at the end. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bring it back. Uh, you guys are welcome. You can find me here, rapping all day on the ones and twos. Anywho, <laughs> we'll catch you guys next time and next year when we yeah. get into some Ruthless Boys. So, Merry
1: Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Solstice, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy, uh, New,
2: happy New, year. New Year. Happy New Year. So happy New Year, guys. Happy holidays in general. If you're in the giving spirit, Of course, make sure to leave us a review.
0: Yes, sure, sure. All those things. All right, guys, have a great time. We love you and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.